Welcome, everyone. We're back. To... Like a stain. Don't reveal yet. Don't reveal. Don't reveal yet. We are so excited. It feels like old times here in the studio. It's a big day. It feels poopy. <laughs> it smells poopy. Sorry. Happy <laughs> <laughs> <I haven't> Co-Fest. <laughs> <laughs> because none other than Marissa Capito is Woo! back in the studio. Right. Here. Hey, and uh, we will, of course, be, uh, be uh, doing a poop corner. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. You're gonna, I've been ready. Oh, we're ready. ready. Yes, I'm ready for Poop Corner. I finally just turned on Jamie's mic as well. Are you there? Really? I'm here. There you go. I thought oh. I heard myself before, <laughs> but that so must distant. have just been my own voice. It was it was your own voice echoing in Ooh. your giant head. By the way, though, I turned on Jamie's mic. Do you mean that you just farted? Because somebody just did in the oh, studio. Oh, was warning. Oh, Nothing. Happy Folk Fest. <laughs> well, we do have a, we have a solid ways engineer here. Sometimes it just follows her in. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not solid. <laughs> no. She's not Out a gadget waste engineer. <laughs> all right, we're going to talk about all that stuff coming up. Plus, we're going to eat weird treats. We're going to talk about all of our strange cars that we've had. Yeah. And we're going to hear from the international poop expert herself, Marissa Capito. All right, let's start in, shall we? Marissa, let's talk with you first. Let's just get it over with. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> okay, I don't want yeah. to keep people in suspense. Yeah. I want to get into I, this. Yeah, we need to talk through. We don't, we don't want this exactly to get constipated. And no, we don't want a blockage. <laughs> we don't want it's a, also what the people are here for. Like, we don't want the people who want to hear you to have to wait through a bunch of us we until Marissa comes this on. Out. Yeah. We're going to snake this out here, this conversation. <laughs> wow. I like it. <laughs> you guys came in ready. Yeah. To rumble. You have been <laughs> traveling the world over. Yeah, in fact, and you probably you know, did a lap I'm around really the globe. I'm really sorry that I realized, like, so, like, last summer I got married, and, and then all of a sudden it, August rolled up, and it was time to quit my job. Like, we've been planning on doing We've been, this this whole thing has been in the works for a couple of years now. It and did. and then all of a sudden it was, like, time to leave, and I was like, oh, I haven't even told, oh, I haven't even I told Bridge to Nowhere that. I won't. Oh. I'm, oh. I know. It was a painful. It's all right. That was, that was one of the hardest texts I've ever sent, Andy. <laughs> By oh. the way. Oh. I broke up. <laughs> Over text up. message. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, that's happened. If I had a nickel. Before, that's a bad one. Dear name, nickels. I'm sorry that I can't come to insert thing here. Yes. <laughs> but uh, well, I appreciate you at least letting us know. Yeah, <laughs> we did have a couple weeks of just ten minutes of dead air. We're yeah. like, Chris is coming in. And what are we gonna do? Oh no. Yeah. But okay. So let's talk. Let's let's retrace the steps of your trip first. Okay. So um. You- yeah. So we left town beginning of September 2017 and did some U.S. travel. Tell me about the poop there. The poop. You know, <laughs> I just want to hit the poop highlights on yeah, every. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, so we started off in the Midwest. We went to Minnesota. Probably where, really good situations woo, there, right? Yeah. I mean, well plumbed. Well plumbed, but also when you something I think people forget about when they start to travel is your diet completely oh, changes. All right. And so going all from somewhere like food. Juno to you know like the one of the first days we were there. My husband got this uh, cheese. Uh, How much cheese did he eat? No. Oh, okay. I mean, yes, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, 
it was like a tur- it was a turkey it was a grilled turkey sandwich. Okay. And it was on white bread, and there was only turkey on it, and it came with mashed potatoes, and the entire thing was covered in gravy. Ooh, the open faced so turkey just like sandwich. Dry bread, oh, wow. couple slices of turkey on it, taters, and then this like. Just the the gravy was only slightly darker in color than the potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, woo, here we Turkey go. Turkey gravy, yeah. Here I remember it well go. as a Minnesota boy. <laughs> so good. The hot open faced. Oh yeah, hot yeah. dish. Oh ate, hot ate dish. A lot of hot dish. Yeah. You may or may not have gone to my favorite place in the world. Uh, oh, the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah, we did. That changes did your diet go. a little bit. Man, oh man, <laughs> yeah. talk about. Holy! I mean, it's it's a wonderland of all things. Yeah. People don't people think state fair and maybe here they're like, oh yeah, like Haynes Fair and it's no, like no. Yeah. Have you been to a big? You've never been to a big. I've state never fair? been to a big oh, state fair. Yeah. I went to the I went to the Alaska Palmer. State Fair yeah, in right. Palmer, but it's pretty. It's, it's something. Big. It's, so yeah, it's, it's something. But it's pretty small. But I mean, when these. you're talking like Minnesota State Fair, two hundred and fifty thousand people a day. Like that is another <laughs> level of fairing, just, and I had to get like sounds mentally, terrible, really. Like, it sounds you, miserable you had to, to me. Like, <laughs> that many people, like, but Scotch eggs the size of a football. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good god. Sweet Martha's bucket of cookies. Oh yeah, the bucket of Sweet Martha's cookies, man. All the milk you can drink. All the oh, yeah, all you can drink milk stand right next door. <laughs> Come on! I know we've gone, we've covered yeah. a lot. Andy, we've, yeah, this is this something. is America. <laughs> the one thing I, I should I could have told you had I known you were going is is the best place to poop at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, which is well, the I plan on going back. It's so. the, I think it's called the Ramsund Senior Center, and it's mostly it's a building. It's one of the only air conditioned buildings Ram at the what? fair. <laughs> And uh, it's like an old man's name, Ramson or something like that. And there's usually like a little Wait. band playing and there's just some old people there. But there's What's, like really nice on. bathrooms in there. Okay. But so I only went to the Minnesota State Fair for a day. So I didn't even scratch the surface no. of what Why is there a senior on? center at yeah, the fair? Yeah, exactly. Is that, what a, is, is that what an exhibition? the senior center? <laughs> like, there's people like actually the, live there like, and they just like build the fair around the senior center? They just have biggest, seniors like behind senior? glass. They have biggest senior. Yeah. The Season biggest senior, senior. The biggest senior, 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 senior yeah. sighting, yeah. oldest senior. Yeah. People, kids spend all year just keep grooming their seniors. Four <laughs> H. Little kids coming in, kids just, just brushing them. They kind of lead them through a little obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> senior obedience. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have a little clicker thing. Matlock, good boy. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Just a just a big dirt field with some fences. You know, they just lead them around. Uh, I don't know. It's just like an old building. There's like quilting and like old timey music, and it's like it's the only air conditioned building. So it's like oh, okay. if you're a senior, you can go and sit and be comfortable, comfortable. And there's yeah. quilting. Yeah. There's nothing threatening, but they have the nicest bathrooms by far mm. at the fair. Mm. And so you know. can walk in, and like everyone else is forty years older than you. Yeah. But you just go do your stuff. I mean, it's, and then it's, it's no it's longer where, the nicest bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's where I always poop at the yeah. fair. I'll tell you what. Okay. Yeah. So I thought you know. were going to say like go to the go to the the pork shack. Oh, like, no. go to where all what? the pigs are because then you can just 
you go nuts. You <laughs> 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 just go nuts in there. No one's gonna. It's the one place you'll be. You'll never be judged. I, su- <laughs> I suppose it depends on what experience you're looking for. That's fair. I was thinking quiet, air-conditioned bathroom, no okay. line. Sure. Andy's mm-hmm. just thinking hot <laughs> barn, block, pink fly blow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you do use like actual restrooms. You don't. You're not just like pooping in the pen. No, I'm not talking about pooping in the pen. pen. I just think that there's well, and that's you're another one. Like, they wouldn't notice. The, no one would ever know. Drop trow and join the goats. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Petting zoo. Yeah, those pigs yeah. would take care of that. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. Lose right. Yeah. yeah. To make fine. Maybe quality that's pork. a way they can manage their waste better. Because yeah. I was. You I mean that that's pigs. something you think about. Is like it's it, this all of a sudden this small this large city just sort of pops up out of nowhere and just like the resources it must, it must take to like yeah. in china they had a special pig a, <clears throat> a little dark colored pig that they would keep no. under a um a special pooping house and that that's how it would take care of it oh what what I showed you on Wikipedia. But then you just end up. I feel like. Oh yes, I do remember this. Just standing there under a latrine, and he was in this pit. (laughs) But then you just end up with pig shit. What's the difference? Yeah, it's all Hmm, coming out. I didn't think of that. They have a rabbit that lives underneath the pig. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which truly the worst. A shrew lives under a rabbit. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. And then a worm lives under the shrew. Yeah. It's basically like the woman who swallowed a fly, but in reverse. Circle of poo. So after the U.S., where did you go? Uh, Yeah. Uh, So U.S. travel for a month or so, went around to different places. Then we went to Europe for a month and a half and did Italy and Slovenia were the two countries we visited. Now, when I was in Italy, the toilets were basically very similar. Yeah, yeah. But there were also bidets, which I'd never seen before, and it... There, and the bidets in Italy, in most of Europe, I, you got to watch the water pressure. Oh, like really? I recommend doing like a test, to, a, a te- just to see because maybe that's not yeah. the type of experience you're hoping to have. Because they're pros at this point, right? <clears throat> yeah. They're yeah, yeah, used yeah. to it; they can handle that pressure. Right, but we're if you're just getting into it in, for the first novices. time, I yeah. tell you, I yeah. mean. And aside from the pressure, you have, like, water temperature, temperature. to consider, which can just, woo, that'll wake you up yeah. if you're not ready for it. <laughs> Zinga. <clears throat> yeah, so that's a bidet. And uh, did you t- you took advantage of the bidets? Uh, sometimes you need to. Did you, Lou, when you were there? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> you didn't it take advantage like a, of it, did you? The one we... I don't know at, how to sit on it. It had a sink faucet on do you, it. Do you actually sit or do you just hover? They almost look like like a foot washing station that's what, or something. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it <And> wasn't. <laughs> no. And I kind of had an idea it might be, but I didn't touch it. So <laughs> it's I intimidating. I didn't understand it. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, do my balls go in there? Or is it about the right height or what? I don't know. <laughs> so I just... I just wash my face. <laughs> it's good. Just Drinking just... fountain. <laughs> yep, thirsty. It's a, yeah, it's a dog bowl. Yeah. yeah it's perfect. So bidets. Now, then what other travels did you do? Then after we wrapped up in Italy, we came back to the U.S. for about 10 days or so for Thanksgiving, and then we headed to Japan for okay. the winter. Japan. Japan's Japan. supposed to have the most amazing wait. toilets in the world. Slovenia, was that? Go. Anything? So cool. Yeah. No, uh, nothing notable in regards to toilets. Okay. 
Uh, but such a cool country. Was what's the food like there? It's different. I mean, it's it, you're kind of getting into like the Slavic neck of the woods, and it's mountainous there. So there's lots of dairy products. There's lots of starch mm. and. You never hear of that country. What made you want to go there? I watched a documentary about a chef that was from there, and like the glamour shots or like the nature shots they're doing. I was like, oh shit. This looks amazing. It looks good. Mm. Let's go. Let's wow. go there. So yeah. we did, and it was amazing. And the people were super nice. Did you, go, did you go to? Did you go meet up with Capitos? I did in Italy. That's a very long story. Do we want to do it? Do we want to just get into it now? Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's skip. Let's skip that for Save a moment. Save that for another. Let's go to Japan. Okay. I want to know about these high tech, crazy, <laughs> amazing. Oh, man. Welcome back. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> Put your pressure on Welcome. 10 again. But it's in Japanese. <laughs> again? So it's only been 12 minutes. <laughs> Are you okay? I have notified the EMTs. <laughs> R2 poo poo. My pressure sensor tells me that you've been here for 48 minutes. <laughs> 48 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Mark Henny G, Andy. <laughs> Would it help if I lowered the lights? <laughs> Why so much noise? <laughs> Seat heat to 129. Is that kind of the idea? <laughs> How do you guys know? Vibration level 2. <laughs> Buffing mode. <laughs> well, they don't have... They don't have uh, vibration levels, but they do mm. have um, – most toilets there have a privacy sound. Oh, So, like, really? if you're in a public restroom – What's a privacy sound? It'll play, like, a little song so nobody can hear you do your business. Do you or, remember what song it is? It depends on where you are. Oh. So – Can't touch a stand. It's usually, like, a little – it's usually, like, a weird little, like, keyboardy electronic, mm. like, Ah, feels like it should have some bass in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Privacy. <laughs> they should use fog horns. Or like, I don't know, animal sounds or... Just animal sounds. Scooby-Doo. Just time it right during that. Yeah. Scooby. Bar. Goofy. What else do these toilets do? They they have so where the the European bidet is just you got the one the one shot. Mm -hmm. Um Japanese toilets have multi-directional bidets. So one you use for your butt. Mm -hmm. And the other is for the ladies out there. Mm -hmm. It's a sprayer that's aimed at a different angle to Whoa. wash the hooch. your other Whoa. parts. Yeah. The hooch. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, wow. Heated toilet seats are, which I, I know some people are like, oh, doesn't that feel like somebody was just sitting no. there? No. no. Amazing. I tell you, when you have to go pee at like three in the morning and you sit down on a nice warm toilet seat there's nothing better is it and then sometimes warm? you wake up at 9 a.m still on that toilet seat yeah, just like sometimes. Oh. so the seat's always warm just yeah. to be ready yeah mm. just to be ready is there a temperature control 
There's not a temperature control, but there is water pressure control oh. for all of your bidet features. Wow, nice. There's usually um, in public toilets. Is there's there a usually mode that uh, I mean, what's <laughs> like a shower head? What are we talking about here? <laughs> Massage. They <laughs> still in there. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your water pressure. Yeah. All right. Why doesn't the U.S. have <laughs> such fancy toilets? Because we're, I don't know. Hmm. Because we're ape men. There's a, there are a lot, the Japanese love Lobbyists. comfort <laughs> and efficiency. Hmm. And so do I. They're just like experts at implementing just crazy designs there's for an, things. There's a, that to me, the thing about the, um, the thing about the uh, humility noise, what was it called? The... The, the privacy, like, privacy, privacy noise. Yeah. It's so weird that they had, you know, that's. Because then you're just making it more obvious. Yeah. You're right. like, well. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Janine next door. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, oh, just boy. turn on the MC hammer. She's clearly <laughs> pooping. I, I don't know. Pick up a hammer. Just... Do, 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 do. Let's make huh. it poop. Rough. <laughs> 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 so, is there is there also toilet paper with all of this other stuff, or is there this is just what paper. you do? Yep. Okay. There's toilet paper. There's usually in public restrooms. There's usually some sort of disinfectant that either automatically goes on the toilet seat Whoa. after each use, nice. or they'll have like a little spray thing that you spray on a piece of toilet paper and, and then rub wipe on the, the thing. And <laughs> then they also have the sheets too for extra, just an extra mm-hmm. layer huh. of. They have and the I mean, cleanest butts in the world. And. Most toilets don't have – there's pictures on each of the buttons, so you kind of know what's going on. But it's like all in Japanese, so like there's a... like there's more buttons that I haven't pressed oh, that I'm oh. not even sure what Whoa, they do. They what? Like, yeah. There's just like a button with Bruce Willis's face on it. You're yeah. like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that does. Just one with flames. <laughs> You're like, like, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> It just burns anything in there. Yeah. A dagger. But one of the, like the great things. Banana. Don't. Every now and then you get a. Every now and then you get a public restroom that is about the quality of a U.S. restroom, and it's almost like offensive. Like after you've been using these like amazing right. toilets for so long, and then you go somewhere that's maybe a little more off the beaten path, and you're like, oh. Do you remember a who place? Are these barbarians. That had the best toilet. <laughs> yeah. What's what's yes. Favorite? Best toilet. Yes. The Tell, best describe toilet. the experience. Of going to the best toilet you've ever been to. It's not just about the toilet, as I discovered in this experience. It's about the atmosphere of the whole oh, room, the whole bathroom. Of course. So there's this pizza restaurant That's across. Je ne sais quoi. By yeah. the way, I did not expect you were going to say pizza restaurant. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, yeah. There's a pizza restaurant across from where I was working, and I would go there occasionally for lunch. And they had the best toilets that I went to in Japan. What made them the best? Again, the atmosphere. It was very calming lighting. And the pizza mm. smell. Nice, you know, like <laughs> Japanese love the light-colored woods. Sure. And like they, they love oh. light and they love like the minimalist and, you know, appreciating the space of a room as opposed to Felt like to you were going there for prayer yeah. or something yes, almost. Yes, it was very, yes. uh, it was a very calming environment. You raked some sand. <laughs> you know, they should put one of those Fence in there. In the I suggest that good. when we yeah. go back. Yeah. Koi fish in there. Just a couple the- of slices in there in <laughs> case you get hungry. Koi fish. <laughs> Ponds of fish. Hey, that's how that's how a lot of countries in uh, Southeast Asia deal with their waste. See, it is this oh. thing. Yeah, the, the koi. The fish. Carp. Eat the, yeah. Wow. 
eat the eat the solid waste. So, Anyways, back to Japan though. Okay. And this amazing toilet experience. I don't know what it. I mean, I've seen toilets. They had they had all of the feet. The toilets had all of the features that I've ever seen in Japan. There, I'm sure there's other places that have even more features. Like maybe there's buttons on both sides, and you're just like contr- yeah, Whoa. like a whole like keyboard. a Star Trek captain's that, chair. I would not. That would not surprise me at all. A hood. This Warp had factor five. <laughs> all of the options. Shields up. <laughs> it was. It was just, I think the toilets were maybe newer, and so they mm. were just had this sort of shine. This, like, the porcelain was just crispy fresh. Oh, man. And that new toilet smell? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, let's carry this further. Now, what do you know, or do you know, did you find out about then what sort of system Japan has to deal with the solid waste? You know, uh, that's not... <clears throat> That's not something I went down, and I would love to research it. Maybe I could follow up with you because okay, I'm sure be I could report back with. And unfortunately, we we were working so much that we didn't have time to do great touristy things like tour wastewater treatment hmm. plants. Because the population density is enormous. Right? I mean, they're dealing with there. There's a lot of flushing happening. Yeah, holy and moly! And that's one of the like of Japan as a played. whole. <laughs> Japan as a whole just like has this incredible population density and like the way they so elegantly deal with what would be a problem anywhere else in terms of like just crossing the street or litter or dealing with their waste. I'm sure they have just these amazing treatment plants too if the rest of the country is any demonstration. So it's just it's pretty incredible to like go to this country and just see how well they're able to deal mm. with things. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll continue with more talk. We're going to be talking a little bit more maybe about your travels, but we'll talk. We're going to talk about cars. Great. You got good car tales maybe? Something? Uh, sure. Sure. I can, I okay. can come up with something. We got stuff. Jamie's got a weird one. We've all had weird car <laughs> things. And uh, we'll be back with more Bridge from Nowhere with our special guest, Marissa Capito. talk about cars let's talk about cars let's talk about cars let's talk about you yeah sorry so everyone probably has a car story everyone in the world probably has a worst car whatever story or maybe you know weird thing they did with a car did to a car but jamie let's talk about when you were living in chicago I'd like to talk about the nicest car I ever the owned. The nicest car you ever owned. The best. These are easily the most famous car I ever owned in Chicago, I would say. So I was living in Chicago. It was 19. The year was 1996. Paint us a picture. Yeah. I will paint us a picture, yes. <laughs> 1996. 1996. People were just getting on the web. Yep. Clinton presidency, first term, just wrapping up. Yeah, you know, Clinton. The web was out. Sandra Bullock's The Net, America's most popular movie. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think but, that's right. Wow. I'm just, yeah. I, I was just reaching. 
Um, I don't think I, it was never America's most popular well, movie. Even I mean, if you have the year correct, that was an yourself. incorrect statement. <laughs> yes, fair enough. Yes. Um, I was living in Chicago. It was it was a balmy, warm uh, Chicago summer, and I had a 1979 Chevrolet Caprice Classic. So a car, I'm going to say, as long as the KTOO building. A land boat. Yeah, a land Massive. boat, 44 feet long, mm-hmm. um, and uh, like the old cop cars. And it was starting to die because I wasn't taking good care of it, and it was 17 years old, and it had been through a lot. And uh, so I thought, well, this car isn't really going to last anymore. But maybe it'll have like a few more days in it. And it was a 4th of July weekend. It was the day before 4th of July. And my roommate Noel and I were sitting around and we thought, what do you want to do today? And he said, uh, let's cut the roof off your car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Because we had discussed it Why before and we had talked about it like, man, it'd be fun to do that sometime, like for a long time. And he said, well, let's do it. Like that car is not going to last like any longer. So let's just see how it works. So we grabbed our only two tools. We had a hammer and a screwdriver, (laughs) (laughs) which is all you need. Fourth and the force. You were able. You were able to do it with a hammer and a screwdriver. No, we ended up having. We had. We we kind of. We kind of thought at first. Is needed at some point. We sort of thought like all these people with their toolboxes. We got what we need. So we that we could punch a bunch of holes in the roof of the car. But then we realized we need something. So we went to the the hardware store. And we bought a pair of tin snips, mm. ah. which is just like a robust pair of scissors, basically. Sure. So we'd like just bam, 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 bam. Like there might have been some afternoon drinking involved. And just pounded a bunch of holes in the roof of this Chevy Caprice Classic until we made a hole big enough to get the tin snips in. And then we just started like just cutting away. And we sort of was like in the middle and we cut towards the edge and we got as far as until um, – you know, when you shut the door, there's a little door frame. So we had to leave maybe like an inch around. Oh, so you made like a targa top sort of. We just cut like a hole. We didn't like <laughs> cut the roof off. I don't know what a targa you top is. Well, a targa top is a removable section of the roof. Like Porsches had them and Corvettes had them. Yeah. Or no, like T-tops, sometimes like the old, uh, you know, like Smoking the Bandit. He had a T-top. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So oh, this- I thought you cut. Just the whole top no, part we, off. No, well, we cut just a big hole. Like, we didn't leave anything oh. in the middle. We cut a big hole. We just left, like, an inch around the edges. We left the frame all around. All around. We left the frame all around and just a big open hole in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we cut, like, to the thing, and then we cut around the frame. <laughs> didn't take very long. And then we cut all the way around. And then we, like, removed the pieces of metal and just threw I think I might even still have one of those pieces somewhere Ooh. at my mom's house. I kept a piece of the roof. Um, so then we just had a car with a big hole in it. And then we decided, like... That's not a convertible. It's a converted, is what we called it. <laughs> and then we good. thought, well, like, this is awesome. Look at this. And so we called a couple of friends, and we're like, look what we did. And they were like, oh, well, of course that's what you did. Um, and it was a really nice day. So we had, let's drive down to the Indiana Dunes, which is this place right next to a nuclear power station in Indiana <laughs> where you can go great. swim in Lake Michigan and run around on these dunes. Oh, and the water's warm. Yeah, the water's super warm. Yeah. It's very Simpsons. And so we're like, and so you, you like get on the, you get on I 90, I think, and you drive down there. And so we get on the highway and we get up to like 65 miles an hour. And you know how, like, when you're a little kid and you're like cutting snowflakes out of a piece of paper? And all those little bits of paper, like, fall down on your desk. Oh, no. So when you cut the roof off your car the same way, the same thing happens, but it's all the little pieces of metal are in your car. <laughs> and then when you get up to, like, 70 miles an hour and the wind comes in through the big hole in the top of your car, it just creates, like, a metal <laughs> shard tornado in your car. 
<laughs> and you're just all of a sudden you start feeling like you're just getting pelted with stuff. And then one went right in my eye when yeah. I was driving. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just and like like really like I like grabbed my eye and cartoonishly like lurched over. The car went over a whole lane. Thank God there was no one next to us. And I had to pull over and let somebody else drive us back. My face. Yeah, my eyes. Ah. Um but then so then we just like I think I actually just put on a pair of sunglasses and like drove the car down the highway for about another half an hour until all the metal shards flew out <laughs> to deal with that. And then the car like rebounded and thrived and just started running great. So then we drove it around. Got all, all that extra weight of the roof. That's true. It, it, yeah. Like the aerodynamic, I don't know, sure. something. The car was just like, well, this is, this. I didn't expect this to happen. I'm going to keep living. She this just wanted the wind in her hair. She wanted the wind in her hair. And she wanted the stink out, I think, too, of just being my car. Yeah. The spores. So then we just drove it around all summer long. And, like, it was really cool in a big city like Chicago to drive through downtown with, like, all the big buildings and the skylights mm. at night. And you can just look up from inside your car and, like, look up at the buildings. It was a really cool. Did you ever stand in the back when it was Going? Oh, we, like in the neighborhood, we did that a little yeah. bit, yeah. And we made a rule we couldn't. We didn't. We we didn't like weld the doors shut, but we also decided you couldn't use the doors anymore. So we all climbed in through the <laughs> hole in the roof. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But wasn't the hole in the roof rough, or did you coat it with we, like we, duct tape? Or yeah, something? we duct taped it around uh, oh, because okay. we also did the thing what you just said the first time. I was like, let's do this, and we ran up from the truck, and we both grabbed, and then we just had bloody palms. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. My face. What did you do when it rained? Well, <laughs> when I was when I had been vigilant on the forecast. And or wasn't like hungover, I had a tarp that I would put on the roof, and then I would shut the doors to like hold the tarp down. <laughs> like I would open all the doors and put the tarp on, and then slam the doors quickly. Wouldn't the rain just create a big sagging? It sure puddle? would. Yeah. <laughs> so then you and have you to, couldn't like, seal the side with the windshield in the and in the back. Like that no, wouldn't have been. No, that's no. how we got his drinking water. We used the we used the long ends of the tarp for that, so those just sort of flurped around. Okay, good. Um, I mean, we didn't really drive the car when it rained that much. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, like Lou says, then there'd be like that big, you know, like when you when like when it rains a lot when you're camping and suddenly your rain fly has like a huge bubble that's coming for you. So we'd have to like quickly get in the car because to open the door you lose all your tarp like oh. tension. But wait, you weren't allowed to use the doors. We, well, for the tarp we had to use the doors for the okay. rain. So like once you get in and like there's a huge sagging pool of water in the tarp, I'd have to get my friend to like hold the tarp really tight while I quickly opened the rear door and climbed in and then pushed up. <laughs> to make all gingerly. the water gingerly to make all the water flow out in the um, right direction well we and did then would it? No. Would it no i mean sometimes but not often so there okay. were a couple of disasters so yeah. how long did it take for this car to really start stinking uh like i don't know 72 hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay but it was also open so sure. like chicago's not like here right it's like it doesn't hot. rain and a it's hot lot. in the summer and it's hot yeah and but so it's also yeah humid yeah, it get a little damp in there. I, mean, I had we and I, and I actually had like nine of those little Christmas tree, like air fresheners all around the car. Yeah, that works. <laughs> like two, like three hanging from the rearview mirror. I had a couple. You know how like in old cars they have that little thing you pull up above your like driver's seat that's like the headrest. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I those little bars I had like three tied around each one of those. What's what flavor smell? We usually went with uh, I think I went with pine usually. Oh, I liked the pine. Old classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Not but they it didn't was have great. black ice. Yeah. Oh Batman. really? Black ice licorice? Ugh. I don't know what it is. It seems um, popular though. Like wintergreen. We drive around the city <laughs> and gay. like I remember more than once we were driving around, you know those like double decker city tour buses that people like travel like so we'd just be parked and I'd look up and there'd be all these like Japanese 
Chinese tourist just taking a picture of us, like, in the car. Just oh, yeah. yeah. And you hear the tour guy, well, that's a guy who cut the roof off his car. The guy with the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Takes all kinds to live here in Chicago. So, but it was great. And then it was really... We did not anticipate this, but shockingly good for moving people. Mm. Oh. Because, like, we just had, like, a car, but I could, we could move your bed. Stack we could up. move your dresser, your table, whatever you need. You just throw it in the hole. Just throw it in the <laughs> hole. That's absolutely right. They called it the pit. Yeah. My, my roommate, Noel, and I, we, we said we were going to form a company called Topless Movers. And then people <laughs> would be unbelievably disappointed when we showed up. You could still be topless. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. we would have been. Yeah. yeah but know. Sure. They'd be even more disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Um, so, yeah. Hi, how you doing? We're topless movers. Uh, I don't know why you paid us 500 bucks an hour, but we're here. Yeah. Um, and so we had that. And then um, back in those days, the city, like, there's always this, like, street cleaning or whatever, and you'd leave your car. And so sometimes I'd leave my car. I wouldn't drive for a while because public transit and all this stuff. And, and if there was street cleaning and you missed it, they would tow your car to get it out of the way, but they wouldn't tow it, like, away. They would just move it somewhere else in the neighborhood so that it was out of the way. So you'd have to, like, look for it and find it. Um, and one day that happened, and I looked for it and found it, and somebody, and I still don't know who it was, had put a new roof on the car. What? With, like, some really nice, like, stretchy, shrink-wrappy plastic stuff. And you say, what is this shit? Yeah, and, and I, went, I was like, wow. That was really – I mean, it seemed really nice. And it was, like, a really good – they did a good job. Wow. What? They yeah. did what? So, like, I came out, I was like, this is the thing I was talking to. I was like, oh, well, there's a street cleaning sign up, yeah, and my car's yeah. gone, and like, I gotta find it. And I walked I around that, the neighborhood. But, yeah. but what, what do you mean by they put a new roof? What did they put on it? Like, it it, it was kind of like like thick, sort of stretchy plastic like that the they stuff had they like put over boats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the stuff they, exactly. Really? Like the stuff they put the winterized boat. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like sealed in there really well. Hmm. And I was like, well, that's nice. I guess I'll have a roof again. And you cut through it immediately. Well, <laughs> I didn't actually. We were like, well, let's drive around a little bit. Because the other thing is, like, this. they did this, like, in the fall. It was probably September. So the car had lasted now for a while. And it was getting a little cold at night. <laughs> and so I had to put, like, my old down sleeping bag lived in the back seat of the car because it was really cold in the back seat with the wind. Um, so I was like, well, this is kind of nice. The car will be warm again. And then after, like, a few days of driving it, we were on the uh, freeway, and it just the roof just flew off. <laughs> yeah, it's just gone. Um, you heard screeching and yeah. screaming behind you. you. Didn't worry about that. Yeah, and so then the other thing was like cars would get stolen in the neighborhood all the time. So and like there was an old car, you can just rip the steering column off, and then it happened to another car of mine. So so I bought the club. You guys remember the yeah, club? Yeah, the club. You know the club? No. It would go. It was an attachment that would go on oh, your steering yeah, wheel. Oh yeah, the orange thing. Yeah, yeah the orange yeah. thing. Because otherwise, it would like I could, I'd see people like sniffing around my car late at night, and I was like, well, that's there's no way they're not going to steal this car. Yeah. I wonder if they still make those. There's been a lot of car thievery in yeah, Juno. Right. People could use the club. We could bring the club back. Yeah, but the problem with the club was I left it out, and it rained. In the car. Like, sometimes I would just not get the tarp on at all, and it would just rain in the car. And your seats would be soaked. Oh, everything would just be soaked. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, but then the club, like, got rusty because and it's not an outdoor implement. <laughs> <laughs> so it and rusted then, into place on the steering well, no, wheel? I, just, I couldn't oh, get the okay. key to turn. Right. Because the key is just this, like, crappy little brass, like, stick, and you just turn it. So it wasn't a nice key. So I, it took me like an hour once to get, get that thing off, off, to get and the of club course, open. You see someone in there working at a car, yeah, trying exactly. to get a club off yeah. for an hour. You're lucky you didn't get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then that was the end of the club. So then we drove it around, and then it just kept working and working. And uh, 
I went home for Thanksgiving. I went back to Minnesota for Thanksgiving. And the forecast like, before I left was like, it's going to be nice. I put the tarp up because I was going to be out of town for a few days. Um, but, uh, you know, like you do. It's a responsible citizen. Yeah, put your tarp up. Yeah, yeah. put yep. your tarp up. And somehow while I was gone, the tarp had blown free or something. And it's, it snowed like 18 inches in Chicago. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I came back to town and the car was just full of snow. Yeah. And it was a winter. And so I was like, it was just full of snow. 200 pounds of snow. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and I literally like, I spent about five minutes sh- shoveling your car the inside out. of my car. <laughs> And then I just thought, well, this is this is a, this is nothing. This isn't going to work. This car is now abandoned. Yeah, so I just left it. And yeah. God bless the city of Chicago in those days. After like the car sat there full of snow for like three weeks with a hole in the roof. <laughs> Imagine the guy that came up to haul that thing away. Yeah. But eventually, the city was like, this car does not appear as though someone's going to be driving it again anytime soon. So they took it away. They but that was it. the end. And that was the end. Wow. Yeah. So ran. Um, I sorta. It was starting to not work again. It did not. The cold weather was not. But you gave it with a it. good last summer. It had. Boy. A, are you kidding Man. me? It gave you me gave, a good last summer. You gave that car. I didn't think it was going to last till the end of the week. When I cut the roof off the car, <laughs> I thought we might get one trip like into downtown with this, and then we're just going to abandon it somewhere. <laughs> and it ran for all like five months. Yeah. Well, that is all of our stories about cars. <laughs> yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> There's no way. No, that anyone can't, could no, beat us. Can't beat that. With but a also, stick. those of you out there listening, it's worth doing. If you've ever thought about cutting the roof off of your car, it's great. I can't no, recommend it no, enough. It's great. No, you know, I have been no. thinking Have you been thinking about it? New leaf owners. New leaf owners here in town. <laughs> here in Juneau. Especially makes here in Juneau. Makes it lighter. Makes yeah. it lighter. Yeah. Lighter. Yeah. 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 Better mileage. Yeah. Better mileage. Yeah. I know how much you like mileage driving yeah. in the dark with their lights off. <laughs> Super fun. No. Good leaf yeah. owners. All right. Well, that's uh, thank you, Jamie, for that amazing <laughs> tale. Uh, yes, Jamie Carter. Oh, thank you very much. We'll return with more from Bridge from Nowhere. something here we have um, we've been doing dog treat of the week and we felt like you know maybe we're getting a little sick eating dog food yeah all the i got time. tired of eating dog food <laughs> yeah well, after last week i spent 72 hours in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> so it's really time Ugh. to Deworming. change it up yeah. man deworm so we're gonna just eat some weird snack foods for yeah, a little while dog food of the treat is gone and now we have a snack food called boy bowang <laughs> what do you think cornick where's, where's the derivation of that where's this come from uh, the Philippines. The Philippines snack. Yeah. And what is it? What do you think it's made? Is it looks like? Is it? Uh, is it onions? Is it's that a, a big onion on there? What's... It looks like a garlic cartoon man. Oh, garlic cartoon man. And um, it's a bawang. It's <laughs> that's it. boy. I think bawang means fried. 
Oh. Boy fried. So it's fried, fried boy. Fried boy. And Cornick oh. has something to do with Jamie Carnick. What does the flavor say there? But it's it's special flavor. Flavor is Lechon Manok flavor. Mm. And it shows, I don't know what that means, but it shows a bunch of grilled chicken. So this. <laughs> so it's chicken flavored garlic corn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very Marissa, good. Thank you. It's a world traveler. It's clearly here. someone with some international yeah. experience here. Thank God. Yeah. It She's sounds like, great. Guys, the first come on. ingredient chicken is flavored garlic corn. What? Fried corn. Ooh. Ah. So I'm guessing this is somewhat like. Uh, it's a corn chip. Corn nuts. Corn nuts. Corn nuts. Ooh, I wonder oh. how many teeth we're wow. going to break today. Yeah. Yeah. So watch your teeth with these. Yeah. Boy, boing. Okay, Jamie, I'm going to open it, and you inhale the, the spores that come out. Okay. Ready? <laughs> the air. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, what do you get? Ooh, robust. Oof. I'm going to pour some for you here. Thank you. Ooh, those don't look Oops. bad. That's a lot. Oh, I was actually thinking it wasn't so enough. We yeah. great. We no, don't wait. Don't eat it until we all eat them at no, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to all. Give everybody give like it a smell. They look like corn nuts. All right. We get new. Oh. Oh, they're, they're not bad at all. I kind of like corn these. nuts. But what is Lechon Manok? Dude? But they're less, they're uh, they're not as hard as corn nuts. Mm-mm. No. Much softer on the teeth. They're puffed kind of almost. I don't know what Lechon Manok is. You I taste, think they're great. You taste any fried chicken? I don't get chicken out of it. Is no. there chicken on the ingredients? Yeah, but it also is in the mm. ingredients. Fried corn, vegetable oil, sugar, artificial chicken flavor. Artificial really? chicken flavor. Iodized salt, MSG. Oh. Mm, spices. That's why they're so good. Natural mm. smoke flavor. Man, I want more of those. What's mm. artificial chicken flavor? I'm in on that. How do you yeah. artificially get chicken flavor? Well, you can do it. Right? You've you've read about these flavor labs that they mm-hmm. have where they make stuff taste like, you know, they just make these chemical compounds that end up tasting like things. Sometimes you can get a powder. DuPont and you can have a big one. You can have mm. artificial chicken milk. <laughs> like mm. chocolate milk. Yeah. I can't imagine the possibilities. Chicken milk. Chicken milk. Mm. Chicken, chicken milk, milk, right? Wow, chicken milk. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're almost like the the texture of um, corn pops. Remember right. corn pops? Yeah, yeah, like a cereal. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. savory. Yeah, but savory. What are some mm. of the? You old... know what tastes great with these? Some chicken, <laughs> chicken milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to start your day. Gotta have my pops. A little boy boang and chicken milk. <laughs> Key to a healthy breakfast, kids. Boy boing. Boy boing. Well, that's boy boing cornick. Mm. I can't get enough of these. These are pretty good. Well, we did a 180 on, our, on the last one here with eating dog treats. I approve of the new direction. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, those, those last dog treats were, that made me But I, I think the next snack I bring will not be quite as uh, palatable. Just to, you know, change things up. Mix yeah, it up. Ooh, like... Let's really mix it up. So here. smoked in, krill or something. <laughs> That'd be good. Mm. So if good. there is a listener, and if there's there's a listener that wants us to try something, oh yeah, let us I, know. Weird That's, snacks. I think those are two big assumptions. Yes, that there would be a listener <laughs> at all. Number one. Lou, I'm listening. Thank you. <laughs> you don't count. You're on the show. So and you're not going to us, and you're not going to listen to the show later. What's our email address? I might. <laughs> I might. <laughs> Go to bridgefromnowhere.com. This is the only way we can get people to listen to our show is have them on, on the, the show. show. <laughs> so go to bridgefromnowhere.com. And there's a contact somewhere. Or should we have people vote for, like, what their favorite? Oh, we put up a Facebook poll. 
Yes. They do that, anyway, right? Let us I know. know. We'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of the segment. <laughs> we'll eat it. <laughs> We're really desperate. It's time for point. another episode of Will <laughs> Eat It. <laughs> what, what wouldn't you eat? Me? Something, yeah. Would you eat like the? Would you eat like grass? Like fried grasshoppers? Yes. Yeah, oh, they're delicious. Yeah, absolutely. I would not eat. I don't think I'd eat those. Why? Because they're fried grasshoppers. They they're just it's crunchy. Like... When bugs are fried. It's it they taste that's the same texture of these corn oh, nuggets. Uh, the the boings. The boing. The boing. <laughs> the cornic. Uh, Did you have some fried bugs on your travels? Not this not this not set this of travels, time. but I went to Southeast Asia. Um and fried crickets are one of the most in Cambodia are one of the most popular after school snacks for the kids. They I have guess different flavors. They're serving fried grasshoppers at Safeco Field now. Really? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah I'm in. They're Why pests. Not? They might have. They might as well be reused for something useful, like people eating them. Get, what would I, you not eat other than that? I don't. I don't want to eat bugs. I guess I don't want to eat bugs. I don't want to eat. The, there's this uh, blood soup in Thailand Ugh. that I would not eat. Southeast Asia now, does this is, some pretty. There's some for for Westerners. Foods. There's some out there yeah. things in Southeast mm. Asia. Now, I would say that I I'm an adventurous eater. There's not a lot I wouldn't eat. And actually, you know, if push came to shove and someone said, come on, everyone's having a fried grasshopper, I'd eat it. You know what I mean? Somebody I'd eat it. Peer pressure. I'm not, I'm not out there looking for it, but I'd eat it. And you probably would try a lot of stuff. Jamie, you're a pretty picky eater. Yeah. Olives. You're a pretty picky eater. Won't eat an what? olive. You won't no. eat an olive. Yeah, screw that. I know. I, disgusting. Ugh. I wanted Horrific. this. Who doesn't eat olives? Me. What grown person doesn't eat olives? Me. I wanted this section to be Jamie eats an olive. Yeah. I was standing there at the store. Oh, you almost no. did it. God, and I almost no. did it. Wait, but have you tried? Maybe there's just an olive. There's I feel all like types I've tried them all. I've had this conversation a lot. Yeah. Like there's purple ones and there's fancy ones and there's Kalamata ones and they stuff them well, with cheese and garlic and they're all as, terrible. As an Italian, <laughs> I'm all, deeply offended. Terrible. I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't come between us. But they're, they're not t- terrible. They're, they're terrible. Oh my god, it's they're delicious. terrible. What is it? Like, is it the texture or something? I don't. I really don't like the flavor. It's very like like tart and sour to me in a really but bad way. What about like way. canned black olives? That oh, they're the rind. worst. He doesn't but like olives. Tart and sour. Oh, but okay. those are okay. also. He bad. doesn't like olives. Okay. And I find them. I stand down. I find them unbelievably <laughs> oppressive in that they overwhelm every other flavor to me on anything. Wow. So which I'm resentful. They're of. the white people of food. <laughs> Did yeah. you have like yeah. a traumatic experience with olives? In your when I was a child, I yes. fell into an olive vat. <laughs> they did. Listen to this. And they were all jiggling all around <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I couldn't get out for two days it was like a ball pit from hell and yet on the other end of the spectrum he'll eat just ground beef oh yeah just, just raw just out of the I package i remember that i, I mean i i guess i I have, I have particular things i will not eat but right. in general i will try almost anything yeah yeah i just i have very very strong feelings about most of the food from the mediterranean part of the world actually i apologize but don't care for most the sun-dried the tomato Mediter- don't care for the caper don't do not cotton to the uh, yeah the sun dried tomato, like like a like a gyro like like a lamb you know but the rest of it I think I would starve. Don't really like feta cheese. You're no. not a fetophile. No, not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I really hope this doesn't come between us. But yeah. She's thinking Jamie, about it's it. been real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just don't kill me on the way out. You know. Yeah. Marissa, you, just, you is, think you know someone? You know. Yeah. Is there anything you would not eat? Hmm. Um, I am also a very, I'm an adventurous eater, 
and I like trying new things. And especially when I when you go to other countries, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. an important experience to have. When I was in Cambodia, though, I couldn't do the fertilized duck eggs. Oh, oh. they just stank. They're well. There's it's it's a duck fetus. Oh, fertilized. I see. I thought you were yeah. so, fertilized duck eggs. So so in yeah in I Cambodia, like the the food scenes change throughout the day. Like the people that sort of there's people that set up shop in the mornings, and then the afternoon crew comes through, and then the evening people in like different carts will drive around, almost like little ice cream trucks, except they're bicycle carts with different treats in them, hmm. and so. Every day, without fail, at like four o'clock, the duck egg guy hmm. would drive by, and each cart has their own little song. And I and he think was like, I kill baby ducks. No, yeah, I think the song <laughs> translated to something like "Hot duck eggs, delicious, hot hot duck eggs." Sounds good to me. And he hot sold. Duck eggs, and so delicious. he had one. They hot he, they sold them whole, like with the with the the egg intact. And wow. But he had one opened up so you could like see in there, and it's just like the feathers are starting to come little in. Peep, little peep, little peeper. It's just like couldn't do it. And I asked, I asked the Kamai person. I was like, I, da- I just don't think I can do the duck eggs. She was like, Oh, they're delicious. I was like, Well, how do you eat them? Like, how do you? you She's shove. like, You just, you don't chew. <laughs> wow. Oh. That's, what I, that's what I'm always looking for in a food. Don't chew. Don't chew. <laughs> like, uh, sorry guys. I'm drawing the line here. How about you, Lou? Do you got one that you won't eat? You got stuff you won't eat? Well, I mentioned the raw blood yeah. soup thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, raw blood. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just some raw just blood. Blood. <laughs> from a pig or from? I can't remember. But it, I was reading something about how some people got diseased from it. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Is there yeah, anything else right in? That. Or is it just like a <laughs> shot of blood? A couple I blood. can't remember. I, I just remember it just being really bloody. Yeah. Rob. Like the recipe, cut pig, collect blood, salt and Eat. pepper to taste. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Serve. Yeah. Serve within three days. Serve six. <laughs> oh, I don't eat McDonald's. I haven't eaten McDonald's since 1989. I don't eat McDonald's either. But I don't. I don't eat McDonald's. I mean, I not because I believe me. I kind of would want to eat McDonald's. I think it's kind of. But. Um, you know, I saw Super Size Me, and in Super Size Me, they have, you know, it's based, there's some of that's based on that Fast Food Nation stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guy who's the author of Fast Food Nations, he said something that has stuck with me ever since I watched that like 10 years ago. He said, you know, every time you're eating a McDonald's hamburger, you're eating a thousand cows. Says the, because the meat source, the way mm-hmm. meat is sourced in these big industrial things, and he said, and from maybe a dozen countries, wow. you know, it all just goes into one place. Now he <laughs> says, it's, it's edible. <laughs> And it's 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 safe. You know, it's not. He's not saying it's not safe, and he's not saying it's actually worse for you than than just having ground beef from one cow. But it's not the way when we think of what ground beef is. He's like, that's not it's not really what it is. What it is. Yeah. It's a mixture of all these different cows, and that really, I felt like, well, that doesn't feel like food anymore. Yeah, in a way, you know. So anyway. I yeah, I love there. egg McMuffins. Egg McMuffins mm. are good. And sausage. Oh Ooh. my god, they're good. You're eating the eggs from a thousand chickens. You I should. don't give a shit. <laughs> you like the sausage the sausage McMuffin. Yes, yeah, sausage oh. McMuffin oh. with egg. I like the egg McMuffin. That's my that's my ham. airport travel food. Yeah. It's I don't good. I try not to eat them elsewhere. Undeniably good. And fast mm. food breakfast sandwiches in general. I'm just I'm always down for Hardee's. Hardee's has such good Hardee's is just mm. I think Carl Jr.'s is the same. Yeah, that's right. They have a great they have a great 
breakfast menu. Oh, my God. If I enjoyed being up late and drunk people more, I would open a fast food breakfast sandwich food truck. Done. Midnight to 3 a.m. Isn't that what you want when you're drinking? clean up. Yeah. That's like exactly the perfect fatty... There's a place in Savory. in Gaines, I'm wearing a Florida shirt right now, Gator shirt, and in Gainesville, where I went to school, there's a place called Skeeters, which was an all-night restaurant like Doug? place. Like Doug? Skeeter? I maybe. I don't know Doug Skeeter. Do I know Doug Skeeter? <laughs> Talking about guy? the Nickelodeon TV show, Doug. His best oh. friend was named Skeeter. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember Doug. Ugh. My bad. We're old. I'm old. And your crunching so. is loud. <laughs> no, it's Sorry. fine. It's good. It's it's I like it. Funny. Delicious I like it. You want some more? <laughs> I want a little more. So much corn. So Skeeter's was an all-night breakfast place. They had massive biscuits. Massive. Huge, fluffy, delicious biscuits. And just like you could order these you know, huge breakfast plates. And boy, did you eat. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if you're a kid. And you're out at 3 a.m. You're eating, man. Yeah. Eating. Oh boy. Yeah. I wanted to make a restaurant that was that serves food like that, but it's served in a hog trough. And it's called <laughs> troughs. Well, the troughs. What would you like? I would go to troughs. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That sounds fun as hell. Are just, you sure there's not see. there's not a thing at the Minnesota State Fair that I mean I feel like, like we can open troughs. a cart. I can just see like the like the eight person table with a trough <laughs> built in the middle. Jamie'd just be like, I'll have one large trough. No, I'll you just you just go. Yeah, you no go olives. with a group of friends and they just come out in like a thing. They just dump it out <laughs> and you each get a gravy ladle and you're just eating away. Welcome to troughs, boys. Woo! Come on. <laughs> Going troughing. Going troughing. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Troughing. We only got the Mediterranean trough left. Oh, have that? terrible. <laughs> that would Sun-dried be sun-dried tomato trough with <laughs> no, olives. No, no self-respecting trough place would have a Mediterranean <laughs> trough. Are you kidding me? That goes counter to every kind of trough food there healthy is. Healthy trough alternative. No, you just said the phrase healthy trough. Those negate each other. Sometimes you want no a healthy trough. That's like saying nothing. Even the, Start with a salad and even the end veggie up with a trough. trough would not be good for you. That would be vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see a veggie kind trough. Some brown rice, spinach, and, and peppers, fr- and onions, fried. and garlic, and everything fried. Yeah. How about like a raw foodist trough? Ooh, that's <laughs> horse shit. <laughs> Just a blood soup trough. <laughs> Troughs does not serve that sort of clientele. Yeah. Well, the best blood soup is served in a trough. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, – we I don't know. We went a lot of places there. We sure there. All right. Trough eating here. Bridge from <laughs> That's nowhere. That's troughing. <laughs> well, Marissa, thanks so much for coming back to town first and foremost. Yeah. We really thanks. appreciate yeah, you coming back. Again. So exciting to have you back. And – uh Come in again, please. Are you going to come in? Can we make it a regular feature this whole summer? Yeah, let's oh do it. Oh, my God. I'm ready. so glad I love it. Capital back. Things are looking up. Here. Things are looking up. Bridge from Miller's back. Yes. Return. Special thanks to uh, Hog Troughs. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Cornix. Boy Bawang. Cornix. Boy Bawang. Thanks to <laughs> Seth and Julie for a good party today. Fans oh. of the show. Big oh. listeners of the show. And uh, safe travels. Safe travels, Julie. We hardly knew ye. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. That's right. Oh, yeah. And uh, so thanks so much for listening, and thanks for being a great part of the community here in Juneau. Going to miss Julie. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Man, it's a sad day. Oh, well. That's a happy day for it's her, It's a happy though. day. It's a big She's adventure. She's doing good, yeah. fun yeah. stuff. Onward and upward. Yeah. We have uh, the end of Folk Fest here. Wrapping up. Oof. Special thanks I'm to exhausted. Final Push. Yep. I am exhausted with my folk fest. I am exhausted. I know you are. Holy smokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barely on my feet. How about you, Marissa? Did you partake? Yeah. Fully. Oh, yeah. Um, the 
the music venues were just packed this year. Yeah, yeah. The Red Dog was, was crazy. Red Dog was crazy. Yeah. The Alaskan was crazy. The Rondi was crazy. But like really good music. Super fun Everywhere stuff. I went. Yeah. It was yeah. Just really good this year. All right, that's it. Burn another bridge. We're out.